Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus. My Jesse Father, we thank you. We come before you today. We bow at your feet with our thanksgiving, Lord. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. King of kings, Lord of lords, we appreciate you. Thank you for the breath of life. Thank you for counting us among your living soul today, Lord Jesus. Have your way in us. Continue to have your way, Lord. And we appreciate your love towards us, Lord. As we go into the meditation of your word today, Lord, speak to us afresh in the name of Jesus. Give us a heart that comprehend in the name of Jesus. Help us to understand your word afresh today in the name of Jesus. Have your way. For in Jesus' name we worship. Amen. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I welcome us to today's devotional. Trust our night was restful. I will continue with our reading from the book of John, chapter 19. I read from the easy-to-read version. Then Pilate ordered that Jesus be taken away and whipped. The soldiers made a crown from turning branches and put it on his head. Then they put a purple robe around him. They kept coming up to him and saying, Hail to the king of Jews, and they eat him in the face. Again, Pilate came out and said to the Jewish leaders, Look, I am bringing Jesus out to you. I want you to know that I find nothing I can charge him with. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to the Jews, Here is a man. When the leading priest and the Jewish guards saw Jesus, they shouted, Kill him on a cross! Kill him on a cross! But Pilate answered, You take him and nail him to a cross yourself. I find nothing I can charge him with. The Jewish leaders answered, We have a law that says he must die, because he said he is the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was more afraid. So he went back inside the palace and asked Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus did not answer him. Pilate said, You refuse to speak to me? Remember, I have the power to make you free or to kill you on a cross. 11. Jesus answered, The only power you have over me is the power given to you by God. So the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. After this, Pilate tried to let Jesus go free. But the Jewish leaders shouted, Anyone who makes himself a king is against Caesar. So if you let this man go free, that means you are not Caesar's friend. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out to the place called the Stone Pavement. Pilate sat on the judge seat there. It was now almost noon on preparation day of Passover week. Pilate said to the Jews, Here is your king. They shouted, Take him away! Take him away! Kill him on a cross! Pilate asked them, Do you want me to kill your king on a cross? The leading priest answered, The only king we have is Caesar! So Pilate handed Jesus over to them to be killed on a cross. The soldiers took Jesus. He carried his own cross to a place called the place of the skull. There they nailed Jesus to the cross. 
They also nailed two other men to crosses. They put them on each side of Jesus with him in the middle. Pilate told them to write a sign and put it on the cross. The sign said, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. The sign was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. Many of the Jews read the sign because the place where Jesus was nailed to the cross was near the city, 21. The leading Jewish priest said to Pilate, Don't write the king of the Jews, but write, This man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, I will not change what I have written. After the soldiers nailed Jesus to the cross, they took his clothes and divided them into four parts. Each soldiers got one part. They also took his tunic. It was all one piece of cloth woven from top to bottom. So the soldiers said to each other, We should not tear this one into parts. Let's throw lots to see who will get it. This happened to make clear the full meaning of what the scriptures says. They divided my clothes among themselves and they threw lots for what I was wearing. So the soldiers did this. Jesus' mother stood near the cross. Her sister was also standing there with Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. Jesus saw his mother. He also saw the follower he loved very much standing there. He said to his mother, Dear woman, here is your son. Then he said to the follower, Here is your mother. So after that, the follower took Jesus' mother to live in his home, 28. Later, Jesus knew that everything had been done to make the scripture come true. He said, I am thirsty. There was a jar full of sour wine there. So the soldiers soaked a sponge in it. They put the sponge on a branch of a hypso plant and lifted it to Jesus' mouth. When he tasted the wine, he said, It is finished. Then he bowed his head and died. 31. This day was preparation day. The next day was a special Sabbath day. The Jewish leaders did not want the bodies to stay on the cross on the Sabbath day. So they asked Pilate to order that the legs of the men be broken. And they asked that the bodies be taken down from the crosses. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the two men on the crosses beside Jesus. But when the soldiers came close to Jesus, they saw that he was already dead. So they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers stuck his spear into Jesus' side. Immediately, blood and water came out. The one who saw this happen has told about it. He told about it so that you can also believe. The things he says are true. He knows that he tells the truth. These things happened to give full meaning to the scriptures that said, none of his bones will be broken and people will look at the one disturbed. 38. Later, a man named Joseph from Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Joseph was a follower of Jesus, but he did not tell anyone because he was afraid of the Jewish leaders. Pilate said to Joseph, 
Pilate said Joseph could take Jesus' body, so he came and took it away. 39. Nicodemus went with Jesus. It was the man who had come to Jesus before and talked to him at night. He brought about 100 pounds of pieces, a mixture of meal and aloes. These two men took Jesus' body and wrapped it in pieces of in the pieces of linen clothes with the spices. This is how the Jewish buried people. In the place where Jesus was killed on the cross, there was a garden. In the garden, there was a new tomb. No one has ever been buried there before. 42, which is the Lazarus. The men put Jesus in that tomb because it was near. And the Jews were preparing to start their Sabbath day. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to us. Amen. And uh, you see, I, 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 I want us to notice how things that was said by Moses, by the prophets, you know, in the Old Testament, you know, when we look at, you know, we've been reading John and, you know, I keep hearing, you know, this happened for the scripture to be fulfilled. You know, this happened for the uh, for the scripture to be fulfilled. And, you know, and I, I, I want to, to help us understand this, you know, that God's word, like I said in one of our chapters, is yes and amen, right? Meaning, the scripture cannot be broken. I remember what God said to us. He said, he honors his word more than his name. He has said it. And that settles it. All that is happening now, you know, in the New Testament that we are reading, has been said in the Old Testament by the prophet Moses. So what this means literally for us today is whatever God has spoken concerning our life, our destiny, It could be via prophecy, revelation, inspiration, you know. And this world is looking like impossible or it's being delayed. I want to encourage us to wait patiently on God. For is God a track record of doing good? I don't know what you're waiting for. Maybe you're waiting for a miracle. In your job, you for promotion, relocation, visa, you know, for an appointment, for, for whatever the, the miracle is, I want you to hold on to God. For he's still in the business of doing miracles. And I'm reminding you today that if God said it concerning you, it doesn't matter how long it's taking. It doesn't matter what the doctor says. It doesn't matter what your credentials or your quali- your, 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 your credentials or your certificate is saying. It doesn't matter if you have a voice or not. I want you to know if God said it, believe for it. And let that settle it. And in verse 17, you know, um, you know, Jesus. We saw how Jesus carried his own cross. And this is how, this is, you know, he keeps showing us these examples so we can also follow through. We also must carry our cross and follow Christ. And what this Christ means is a life of surrender 
A life that leans not on its own understanding, but acknowledge God in all his ways, every step we take. Because when we surrender it all to Christ, we declare that Christ is Lord. And we declare that all that we are and we ever be is is. is. That not your will, but God's will be done in us. A life of surrender, a life that carries his cross and follow Christ is a life that says, if I perish, I perish. But in Christ alone, I stand. So my question to you today, brethren, is are you ready? I'm willing to carry your cross and follow Christ. It is the way, the truth, and the life. In Him, all things are made new. In Him, we have light. In Him, there is grace, mercy, faithfulness, joy. Are you ready to carry your cross today and follow Christ? And I pray, as you say yes to this, the Lord will strengthen you. He will grant us the grace to stay in his will and not faint in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and agreed. Amen. Have a blessed day, people. Bye.